the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? I heard this man on a sports show say, you think you know, but you don't know. Well, that was football coach Jim Mora. Gee, Grandpa, what did he mean? And why did he look so angry? Coach Mora was frustrated because people think they know about football, but they really don't know. He makes a point of how people just don't study the videos of the games like the coaches do. So be careful about trusting people that think they know something. But what I do trust is the Bible, the Word of God, which has never been proven wrong. What does the Bible say about people thinking they know something that they don't know? In Second Kings chapter 18, verse 22, an Assyrian king who was attacking Jerusalem sent a message to King Hezekiah. Suppose you say to me, we trust in the Lord our God. Isn't he the one whose high places and altars Hezekiah has removed, saying to Judah and to Jerusalem, you must worship at this altar in Jerusalem? You see, the Assyrian king knew that King Hezekiah tore down the shrines, but he didn't know that those shrines were used in the worship of foreign gods and not the only true God. Were there other examples? Yes. In John chapter 7, verse 41 and 2, we read, Others said, This is the Messiah. But some said, Surely the Messiah doesn't come from Galilee, does he? Doesn't the scripture say that the Messiah comes from David's offspring and from the town of Bethlehem where David once lived? It seems that the people knew that Jesus grew up in Nazareth, but what they didn't know was that Jesus was born in Bethlehem. But that was back then, Grandpa. Aren't people smarter today and more willing to learn? I wish that were true, but just look at the subject of evolution. Too many people have been taught by scientists that man evolved from tiny germs. So they think they have to ignore science to believe the Bible. Some people called theistic evolutionists even compromise the Bible with the idea that we came from animals by saying that God used evolution to create man. Other people, called atheists, realize that the Bible doesn't make sense if evolution is true and just reject God in the Bible entirely. It's hard to talk to people about this because they think they know, but they don't know. They made up their minds on this without having been taught how real science affirms the Bible. Is there hope for those people? If their minds are already made up, why bother? There's always hope. In Acts chapter 18, verses 25 and 6, we read about a man named Apollos. This man had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught the things about Jesus accurately, although he only knew John's baptism. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue. After Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him home and explained the way of God to him more accurately. You see, Apollos had a heart for God and was willing to learn. Sometimes, when people hear the truth, they embrace it. They really wanted the truth, but had just never heard it before. So what are we supposed to do? Well, we need to be like Priscilla and Aquila. We need to explain the way of God to people more accurately so that they can believe the Bible 
where it says things like, God made plants to reproduce after their kind. God made animals to reproduce after their kind. And God made man in his image. That way, they'll know what they don't know. And that's a fact. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer Ed Salzadel, all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Thank you, Carl, for that skit. Terry, we're going to get into this quickly with you because your idea and, and your baby. I will say this in terms of this whole idea of assumptions. We're running a uh, Bible study right now in my church on The Battle for the Beginning by John MacArthur, which incidentally is a pretty good book. And we had to take a full program out because when we got to the thought, just the thought to our people in the church, that dinosaurs and people lived together and that the world was not 4.5 billion years old, that took a couple of weeks for my people to even wrap their head around it because there was an assumption that the earth is old and dinosaurs died out 65 million years ago. Terry, what were your thoughts in going into this? I'm constantly having this soundbite of Jim Mora rolling around my head. <laughs> you think you know, but you don't know. Whenever I think about what we're up against, I think that's the, the biggest problem that we have in getting into churches and getting venues, as you pointed out, people have just been presented the one side, the old earth, naturalistic, Darwinistic viewpoint. And in their minds, they've already dealt with this issue in whatever way they've dealt with it. They, they either think that they just have to ignore science and, and compartmentalize their thinking and just have faith in the Bible which I wouldn't recommend, or they become theistic evolutionists and just totally compromise the Bible to try to, to make the Bible fit the, quote, science, unquote, or they've just rejected the Bible entirely and become atheists or ag- agnostics. And so that's the problem we have and that people aren't open because they think they've already got it figured out and that's why we have trouble getting into churches from my observation church leaders you know think think that they've got it all figured out and they they have their answers but i think once we do get into churches and we do get in front of people and we are able to make our presentations the people there in the church, the people in the pews, are like Apollos. They're glad to hear this. They are happy to hear this message that they really can believe the Bible. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Terry, you always have the concern that we can't get into churches because really too many churches are running from this issue. did make one point that I think I'm going to take a little bit of a debate with, that most pastors believe they already know it all. I don't think that's true. I think they're scared of this topic in many cases. I think they have a, a right to be concerned about this topic because most pastors are not equipped to take on the scientific discussions that we do on a regular basis. 
I only feel equipped because I've been doing this for 30 years and because I have a science background. And so I think it's unfair to them sometimes when we say, well, they have a different answer. They do have a different answer, but it reaches their comfort zone, that they're simply going to talk Jesus, that they're not going to deal with the foundational issues. And, of course, the problem we know of is that you were expressing with their people is they are looking for those big answers. Is Genesis just a big story, or is it foundational to everything that we see? And we have a belief in that. What are your thoughts on this, Carl? Well, I first must confess that I don't know Jim Mora from Adam, <laughs> but he has a very good point. There's a lot of people who think they know something, but don't. And trying to breach that wall is very, very difficult. And that's why I think evangelism in itself is more difficult now. And uh, I'll go back to a biblical reference is that uh, when, when Peter spoke and had thousands come to, to Jesus when he speaks, it was because he was speaking to Jews who had a fundamental background and believed the Torah, the, the, essentially the Old Testament of the Bible. Whereas when Paul spoke, he frequently spoke to Gentiles who had no knowledge of anything of the Bible and thus had to be brought up from the very beginning. And like you said, many of the pastors don't want to take that that approach for a couple of reasons. One, it takes a lot more time. And two, they may not feel they're not able to scientifically affirm Bible's teaching from their own personal experience or, or training. So... Uh, Yes, I, th- I think it is very true that most pastors do believe the Bible or feel the Bible is inerrant, but they haven't really looked at what that belief in inerrancy comes to, you know, what, what kind of price it they, they, they pay when they actually have to defend it. To back up the point of what we're talking about, my pastor, I'm, I'm very fortunate, have a pastor who uh, believes in the inerrancy of Scripture, believes in a six-day creation, believes the Bible as read. And he will occasionally do a sermon in which is embedded with some creation science. When he does that, almost invariably I have to correct him on a point. Okay? Because again, it's not his background. Right. It's not his background. He's trying to do good, and this is a part of what they're concerned about. But the, the point of this whole skit was to talk about the assumptions people make because they think they know. They think they know the world is 4.5 billion years old and the universe 14.8 billion. But we have 70 scientific clocks that say the Earth is something less than 15,000 years old. They think it's established science that the dinosaurs died 65 million years ago, and yet we have evidence from all over the world that shows man and dinosaur coexisting. Right. So this, this idea that we know it is not always true, as Jim Mora would say. Mm-hmm. Terry, you got about 20 seconds to close, if you wish to, with this. Scott, I think that true that in some cases, ministers are afraid of this topic, but I know from actually talking to a lot of ministers, at least some ministers, that they believe theistic evolution, and that's the position of a lot of so-called mainstream churches. And... Sure enough, these ministers are also pro 
LGBTQIA agenda. They've even had to add a couple of letters and, and they're pro-abortion because they don't believe the Bible. They've compromised and it's really sad because they haven't had to. San Antonio Biblical Worldview Conference will be Saturday, January 26th at Faith Lutheran Church, 14819 Jones Maltzberger. Get more info at www.worldviewsa.org. Information for creation events around Bear County can always be found on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org, that is S-A-B-B-S-A.org, or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information and on which you can order our newsletter. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. now at Grady's Restaurant at the corner of San Pedro and Jackson Keller. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of hundreds of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. The Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.